0: So you weren't ready is what you're (laughs) saying.
1: I didn't know I wasn't ready, okay?
0: I didn't know. I promise. I didn't know I was wrong.
1: (laughs) So how's your day been?
0: Uh, A lot of driving, a lot of whining, people calling me. You know how it is. How's your day been?
1: Well, I witnessed like three accidents.
0: Three of them? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, one on the way leaving San Antonio, one in the middle. And then there was a like a five car pile up on the way back into Austin around like San Marcos area. Um, so that was fun. Like I just saw like six, seven police officers zooming past me and I was like, What's happening right now? <laughs> And the traffic did not. I move. thought you
0: said that there was like a high speed chase or something. Isn't that what we just said?
1: Well, that's what I thought at first. Cause like there were so many police officers. I was like, there can't be this many police officers for an accident. Like, like, and then I was seeing them on the other side of the highway too. I was like, okay, something's gotta be like, happening, you know? Um, but no, it was just five cars got into an accident. and and they had all the police there interviewing them when I passed by. So it looked like somebody was really angry too. So I think they, uh,
0: to, like, I would be them. angry, too, if a bunch of people rear-ended me. <laughs> like,
1: and one of them was like a big-ass truck, too. I was like, oof.
0: Like a semi-truck or just like a no, something no, like that's compensating?
1: Like a Ford 1500 or whatever.
0: Yes, Ford 1500.
1: 500? I don't know. Whatever they are. Like. The big-ass the truck. Big,
0: the big truck boy, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, So That was fun. <laughs> but I made it
0: that's good Uh i and drove the audience made it here i drove halfway to get uh, back down to the border and i had stopped to get a haircut and i walked in and they were like yeah it's a 90 minute wait and i'm like it's faster for me just to drive down to the border and get a haircut
1: yes <laughs> so i drove
0: down got here went to the haircut place walked in and they were like oh yeah the church just let out so it's going to be a 70 minute wait and i was like why does Why do you get a haircut after church? Shouldn't you get one before you go to church? So you look better at church. I was like, okay. So I was like, you know what? I don't have time for this. I will come back another day this week to get a haircut. So I I haven't gotten a haircut. I just came right back to the hotel and started unpacking stuff.
1: (laughs) Oh no. Well, don't worry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, the police are on their way. I'm worried. I, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean, don't worry? What's going to happen?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know what to say now.
0: Uh, how about Brain. the intro? Cool. You want to do that one?
1: Hi, welcome back to Mindless Prattle, our podcast where we tell you stories from about Austin, Texas, you know, in from Texas about, in yes. generally. <laughs> yeah, in general, not in generally. Oh, my gosh. Um. But yeah, welcome back. We hope your ears are enjoying your experience so far. Glad you're here we've had a day yes
0: we're on episode 37 i want to say what? um yes this one perfectly timed comes out on
1: 911
0: oh so. no <laughs> you say it like we- <laughs> you say it like it hasn't been 20 years we'll be okay <laughs> now i know you know oh no we can't release it now
1: <laughs> you know like I've had I've, there's a story I read about 9 11 and it's like it always gets my heart. Can I tell it?
0: Yeah, but I want to tell a joke first. Okay. There's a there's a comedian. Uh, I think he's a British comedian, and I, one of his jokes is uh, he saw the uh, New York City chief of police like last year, a year before, on TV at the memorial, and uh, one of the lines, the, the always the the same line that they give is, "Oh, we we'll, we'll never forget 9 11." Right. The comedian he's standing there and goes, Well, I should ho- fucking hope you don't forget. It's your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> that was my funny story. Now on to your sad story.
1: It is a little sad, but like in a like a good story. Is still- it
0: a good story? Yes, it is. You, you said so- I have a story, we're talking about 9-11 and yeah. Don't worry, it's, it's not it's the most It's got a
1: good thing. ending. <laughs> it's not like it's not like a story about someone dying or anything like that. Um, so I read this a few years ago. It was, you know, a collection from people who had 9/11 stories in general, and this one woman talked about how she was like a freshman in high school or something during 9/11 and her dad was um, like working in New York City at the time. And she said she doesn't know why, but that day she was just being really bratty, like, like she refused to take the bus, was like embarrassed to be seen taking the bus to school or whatever. And so she like fought with her parents for so long, she made her dad late for his job interview and he had to drive her to school. And she said he was like angry at her the whole way, like cussing and all this shit. And then she gets into class or whatever And it's the story about 9 11, like the the, the planes hitting the towers is, is, you know, everywhere. And she said that, like, her dad texts or, like, calls her, whatever, on whatever old ass phones they had then.
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) Old old phone, probably. It wasn't the
0: 1800s. (laughs) But
1: she said (laughs) her dad was supposed to have an interview at the Twin Towers that day. And because she, like, put up such a fucking fit that day and made him, late she saved her dad's life by being a brat basically um
0: well that guy better go on to cure cancer or something because uh, well she said <laughs> that like he turned around
1: he picked her up from school and i guess he just like grabbed her and hugged her for like 10 minutes straight and that always gets my feels a little bit but it's like you know because you hey. were ever hugged or <laughs> shut the fuck up my parents hugged me a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah but you didn't like it so i mean it's the same thing
1: like my my childhood was pretty good it was like my parents waited until middle school to like fuck me up so (laughs) (laughs) you know at least I had that
0: where they waited until (laughs) okay that's I mean that's good at least you had some good memories before it all went to shit
1: (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) like I'm I'm pretty lucky I'd say because I feel like a lot of people who had like shitty parents like they were just shitty their whole life no circumstances made my parents have difficulties, and I don't blame them for that anymore. It's fine. I oh my god though. You, okay, so Jordan and I we went and saw a comedy show yesterday, and uh I'm just I can't stop thinking about that one lady who just all of her jokes were about her, her mother, <laughs> and they weren't even like funny. They weren't, yeah, they weren't landing. They weren't landing at all. Like I think she was like the quietest set, you know. In terms her of her jokes, started out laughing. with
0: I know my my mom doesn't love me because she has like, what What was it? So oh, like, she's not that level about this of, like
1: little rat dog she had.
0: Yeah. She said her mom was so white that she uh, has a, a little dog purse for her dog and carries the dog around and paid seven grand for the dog. And then flew the dog like first class when they first got it to, you know, this and that. And, uh, but it was literally just stories about how her mom loved this dog more than her. And I was like, uh, okay, like the the premise was funny, but then you just kept hammering it, and we were like, mm, "Yep, still, still, yeah, more got it." <laughs>
1: it felt a little serious. It didn't even feel like jokes. Like she was so sarcastic in the way she was delivering her jokes that it didn't even feel like jokes. And she was making no, like no. really intense eye contact with me because I was sitting in the front row. I, I everybody kept choosing me as like their person, I guess. Um, yeah,
0: so and she we, was making
1: really intense eye contact with me through that whole thing.
0: We decided last minute to go to this uh, comedy show and it was advertised as like something and like bruise and chuckles adult adult comedy, right? And we were like, yeah, we've got a few hours until it starts. Let's go to it. Why not? And uh, we go in. It's in a bar, which I was like, or like the venue, you know, it's in the back of a, a bar. And I was like, Okay. That's fine. I was expecting, you know, you've seen the TikToks of like comedy clubs. You're expecting yeah, like 30, 40, 50 people with a little stage. Everyone's having drinks. There's some, you know, good laughter going on. Oh no, we get escorted into the back, which by the way, the bartender was so slow making drinks that we got to our seats late. And they were like, oh yeah, we're still waiting on a few more people to show up anyway. So the show is going to be a little late to start. And we were like, you're waiting on everybody to show up. That's so nice of you. Oh no. We walked into the back and they're like, this is your table right up front. And we looked around and there was like eight people in the entire place about to watch these, these comics. And we were like, oh good we're we're in the front like i'm i am 100 percent certain there were more com like comedians in that place than there were people watching the guy yeah,
1: i think there was like 10 comics total i can't remember how many but they'd all kind of blurred together
0: yeah and like they tried to, some of them tried to do crowd work but it was just not landing because there was eight of us like <laughs> it just wasn't happening
1: like, so I got talked to a lot.
0: They <laughs> kept trying to be like, oh, you're from Austin. You do this and this. And we're like, we literally just moved to Austin. But okay, sure. <laughs> if you say so.
1: I got a few white girl jokes. That was fun.
0: Yeah, yep, I remember those. And then what was up with, okay, what was up with the couple sitting next to us? All right.
1: Okay, so there confusing. Was, <laughs> I
0: don't, I don't know if they were doing like a bit or what was happening. Okay, so we, like I said, we sat down. And the host came up and wanted to tell some jokes, you know, warm up everybody before the first comic comes out. And the host, he's asking where everybody's from, you know, where what we're doing, blah blah blah. If we're on a date, all this stuff, right? So he talks to us for a little bit, and then he goes to the couple that's sitting next to us,
1: which they were very and, couple-y, okay, like they were like touching, feeling yeah, like, really, like all his, this stuff.
0: His arm was around her, like this whole thing. And, uh, anyway. and her body
1: like turned into his, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the the MC, he goes, he goes, Oh what are you two celebrating tonight on your date? And the guy said, No, this is my sister. What? <laughs> don't know if he,
1: still don't know if he was joking or not.
0: <laughs> I have no idea, but they were literally just like touching each other the whole time we were there. I'm like, what is happening with this? And like and he even- definitely
1: had already had a lot to drink.
0: Even later in the night, when he was like started, like heckling some of the comedians, which by the way, there's eight people, like, Dick can tell it's you that's doing it, dude. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a secret, but like he started heckling people. And then at one point, they like kissed, and like the MC was like staring at them too, and was like, What is I don't know, man. I was, I was very, I don't know what was going on with that, but
1: I don't either, but um. I hope they didn't wake up the next morning like Tam. Shouldn't have done that.
0: Shouldn't <laughs> have You know what? I hope they do. That dude deserved it. That dude could not take a joke. Like they were making I think fun he had of drank us. Too
1: much to be. It doesn't matter. Like that, You're you at know? a comedy
0: show. You're. They were making fun of us. They were making fun of the people in the back. And then we were. You know, we're laughing it off because it's a comedy show. And then anytime he got made fun of, him, he's like, "Bro, what? I'm. I don't understand." Like he was on his phone because the menu is digital, and so he was like ordering a drink from the bar or something. And at one point, the comedian was like, "Who are you texting? You got somewhere important to be?" And he's like, "I'm just ordering a drink. God, I don't understand yeah. all." That. And we were like, <laughs> "Like all a right, teenager? Man. Like, God, God you... you just don't
1: understand me." Yeah,
0: he was so defensive. Like immediately, and we were like, oh, "Okay, man. Like whatever you, uh, whatever you say."
1: <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um,
0: no, it was a lot of fun.
1: I just. Some of them just, like I said, were making eye contact with me for a really long time while they were making some of their jokes, and I was like trying to enjoy it. But then I was like, these jokes aren't feeling like jokes right now. Like I feel like we're having an intimate conversation, kind of. Like it's the therapist you were lady, the
0: only one in the front row. The therapist, she was she, she was stared something. into my
1: eyes. Yeah, for so she was just long. Staring. <laughs>
0: There was a comedian who was also a therapist and she was just going at it with you. I'm like, eh, I have mean, fun. her
1: jokes were funny, but I was like, ma'am, I already I have my own therapist. Like, you're not gonna get much from me. <laughs> but I enjoyed the experience. And it was a gay bar we found out. Like.
0: Yeah, I found that out afterward. I mean, the name of it is like artisan craft brewery which i was like i guess that does artisan mean gay now is that what that means which, you know what i was, I was wondering
1: know. because there's an artisan in vegas as well which was like a famous gay hotel
0: i see i didn't even know that either i don't know
1: <laughs> i liked our our bartender she was a little slow but i my drink was delicious so i can't complain too much it was very well made maybe she's like newer in training or something
0: well, I, she was also the only bartender and she was just like, "Well, the show doesn't start till you motherfuckers get there, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna make the drinks yeah, anyway." <laughs>
1: they had like the two other bartenders that were just like do just sitting around like washing things off and like uh, that was it. I didn't really see them do anything else, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. For sure. I I mean I um when I was checking into the hotel yesterday, I was standing behind this guy at the front desk and he was arguing with the receptionist check-in lady. I don't know, I don't know what their actual title is, uh, but he was arguing with her for like 10 minutes, like while I was just standing behind him. And like, he turned around and saw me a few times and was just like, I don't know. It looked like disgusted that I would stand behind him in line while he's trying to deal with his issue. And his issue was that he, Uh, was trying to check in but he had a debit card instead of a credit card even though every website for this hotel definitely says it a credit card is required at check-in and so you know what their solution was to let him stay there they signed him up for the hotel credit card while I was standing behind him
1: (laughs) how long did that take
0: It took another like five minutes. I was like, "All right, right, dude, I just want to go to the room." Like, I come on now. Like, it's it's a it was a very clear message on every like website that said credit card retired required required at check in. Like, I don't know how you missed that, bud. But okay.
1: I mean, I like that little Who bar doesn't in have
0: account. a credit card? <laughs>
1: well, even they had like a little sign saying something about like if you use a debit card, like it was like this whole ass process and stuff. But I guess they just prefer not to take them if they can help it.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, I like the atmosphere of all the places we went. The steak was really good.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm going to have the rest of that after we finish recording this podcast.
0: You took my steak? How dare you!
1: You ate your steak.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because I knew I wasn't going to get any if I left it with you today. (laughs) But that steak was good.
1: I could eat some more of it. And the butter they put on it. Oh, my God. I thought that butter was great.
0: (laughs) I think you were just hungry. I was so fucking (laughs) hungry.
1: I had eaten a can of soup that day. Which I, I feel that like that when the I first eat something that I had
0: eaten that day, I feel <laughs> like when I just thing. eat something small
1: like that, though, it makes me like almost more hungry than if I just didn't eat at all. Like my hungry. stomach's like, you more. put a little bit in me, bitch. Give me more. This isn't enough.
0: Yeah, maybe I, I can see that happening. It's um, so usually when I don't eat a lot. My stomach's like, yeah, we'll shrink a little bit. But now you got to fill yourself up. And I'm like, all right. I forgot about that part. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I liked the the Moon's Daughter. We stopped by. Like, I think a reservation would have been better, but I also... I, don't I, know. I,
0: I didn't Dubai know that it okay. was a restaurant that you needed reservations for because all I found online was that it was a bar. So when we walked up... And it also, I said, do you know how long the wait is? And the hostess was like, oh, yeah, we don't really know. People can stay for as long as they want. Um, I'm like, well, then how does anyone make a reservation? Like you just set aside a table and then hope that they are not there all night. Like, would- <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah. Like, and what? then I don't know if you noticed, but it was so empty. Like their entire outside area was empty. I only saw like yeah, two tables sat down.
0: Yeah, exactly. In the actual main like restaurant part of it, there was maybe two or three tables that were sitting down. And I was like, all right, I guess, uh, I guess we'll just leave then. I don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a I weird experience. I I didn't really enjoy the the vibe it gave off, um, but I was very happy with Saltgrass. Like that was good, you know. And we still ended up sitting at a bar. Like I wasn't opposed to that. <laughs> just, like everything else. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, admittedly. it was just there wasn't there was one seat at the bar instead of two, and they were they were very uh, they were very like rude about it. What was it? The guy that, that we sat down at the first bar uh, right when we got to the hotel. And uh, we were. He came up. What did he say? He said, "Do you know what you want?" And I said, "No, we're still deciding." And he like he walked away, but he said something. What do you remember what he said? It was like, "Good, I don't need unprepared guests." And then he walked oh, away.
1: Yeah, I that was, was like, so oh, weird to me. Okay,
0: I'll see you later. I then. think he was really gonna <laughs> make <like> a joke. <laughs> I think was so a too. Flat. It didn't. <laughs> it sounded like he was like, "Well, you better be prepared to talk to me the next time," and then walked off. And I was like my bad bro maybe that's the real reason they gave
1: me a free drink maybe they were like oh man that wasn't funny i'm gonna give them this extra drink
0: <laughs> i don't know well that that drink they gave you was the sample that they were handing out at the front of the hotel mm-hmm. uh but i guess she was just done for the day and was just like hey i got this extra go give it to whoever like i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah no, you know it didn't suck i usually don't enjoy gin that much but i i liked that drink it was very light and floral
0: yeah it was it was good uh, also, you claimed that your first drink tasted like weed, which was interesting to me. Yeah, the first <laughs> sip I
1: got of it, I don't know why, but it tasted like weed with the aftertaste of coconut. like.
0: Oh, coconut? Interesting. I mean, well, there, there some was some Malibu in it. Yeah, but,
1: there was Malibu, Blue Curacao, all that sort of like fruity stuff, but it was like the first taste. It, not, it didn't even taste like the way weed tastes. It tastes like the way weed smells. And then after that, it was just like a little coconut. And then once I kept drinking it, it was fine. But I was like, huh, I don't know if it was from the COVID or whatever, but my taste buds have been a little weird.
0: I don't know, because I tasted it and I, I couldn't taste what you were talking about. But.
1: <laughs> but um, I have an update to my Taylor Swift story from a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, probably like a month ago now, but yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was July uh, when I was supposed to get it so you know
0: <laughs> so two months ago <laughs>
1: so a while ago you know i told you guys the story about my speak now taylor swift uh lilac special edition album that did not get to my house the, the title gets sucks. longer
0: every time you tell this story <laughs> limited edition mint hot off the press <laughs> um
1: is that you know it's funny it's actually become like a meme in her community about her releasing so many different types of fucking albums because like she would like rose edition available for 24 hours and I'm like girl I love your music but uh capitalism is not my friend right now like no nobody can buy all of these um but you know I didn't get it FedEx sucks whatever I was angry about it I moved on I went to Target and got it instead or no I think I got it on Amazon for like a discount it just wasn't like the special edition one so yesterday I'm like you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just go online for a bit. The water wasn't working and I need to take a shower. So was like, I'll go on my computer and check on social media and stuff. So, like, go on to Facebook. I don't use Facebook ever and I never, ever use Facebook Messenger. I don't check it. I don't want people to think I use Messenger and that they can message me on there. Like, I just don't do it. Um, but I notice I have a message request and I just, just I, I think it's going to be like a dick pic or something, right? I'm like, oh, God, here I go. Click in. And this guy messages me. Opened
0: like, it anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was what curious. Are we working with? Um, I open it and it's this guy from a few complexes down the street. And they're like, hey, I got your package. If you want it, I live at this complex. Like, what can I do for you, basically? And I never saw that from July because, again, I don't use the Internet like that. Um. But-, okay,
0: but let me just point out what a terrible response to getting someone else's package. Like there are so many options that could have remedied that. Like you could have just put it back in the mailbox and wrote wrong address on it. And they would have shipped it to uh, or to you. You could have looked at the address and go, oh, I know where this is. I have half a brain cell in Google Maps. I can just drive it over real quick and drop it off. Or you could have gone to the post office. Like there are so many things that could have happened. But messaging someone on Facebook to say, hey, I have your package. Come get it is like a terrible move, first of all. And it gives off some real like creeper vibes, if I'm being honest. Like, why would you want someone you've never met coming to your apartment or house to pick up the package? I just checked too, and
1: he messaged me back and he goes, I still have it. Uh, but you know I'm not going to go meet some random guy to get my
0: package. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's very creepy. You should just send back a message and go, "We'll give it to the post office then or give it to the mailman. They'll ship it. Like they will take it."
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it just I don't know. Like I might just like That's a
0: very it's a very creepy thing to do. To be like, "Hey, I have your package. Why don't you come over and get it?" No. <laughs> <laughs> but now
1: I'm like double upset cuz I'm like I, you know, one, it's one thing to deliver it to like the wrong apartment in a complex, but to deliver it to a completely different fucking address, like, what the hell, dude?
0: Yeah, it's not even the same complex, but yeah, I don't know, which, which sucks for FedEx, but I'm still caught up on that. The way that guy handled it is very creepy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I don't know what I'll do with that. Like, no. he can probably sell it online for money.
0: Did they give you a refund? Oh well, okay. And then, then like I said, like... I ended up getting it on Amazon <laughs>
1: for like an extra ten dollars off because it was like an Amazon Prime member deal or whatever. It just wasn't a no, lilac sure. edition. That was the only thing no, no. That one. But it's Why? still a pretty what purple. The heck color is
0: lilac? What does that mean? It's just purple.
1: It's like a lighter, pretty <laughs> purple color. Okay. But like, it had like flower impressions on it or whatever. Uh, oh
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: But you know, it's the one I have is still cute. She still plays well. Like it,
0: i um what sorry
1: there might be like a bug or something underneath her like she's like laying on my desk and all of a sudden she just starts like acting all weird i don't know if there's like a bug in her blanket but (laughs) she just started like attacking the blanket on the desk so i was like what
0: What are you doing (laughs) okay (laughs) um oh man okay so the other day i was asleep as one is yeah just for the just for that day though. Uh no, I was sleeping. I woke up at like like 1 15 in the morning, right? And I was I was like, man, I'm thirsty. So I grabbed some water, sat up, you know, drank some water, and then I was like sniffing around, like I'm like, ah, oh, what what smells like something's burning? Like something's on fire. Hmm. And I was like, man, I really don't want to like evacuate this hotel at one in the morning because it's on fire <laughs> and I, I was like oh now I gotta get up and check because it's clearly it's not my room but I don't want the adjacent room to have smoke coming out of it you know I'm like yeah. alright so I go over to the window and I open up the curtains and I'm just looking out and I'm like I don't see any unusual flickering lights I don't see any smoke anywhere I'm like hey I'll go check anyway so I close the curtain I opened the door, I walk out and uh, it was like, there was was this awkward moment because I walked out to look around to see if I could like see where the smell was coming from. And uh, the owner of the hotel was out there in flip flops and like a tank top. (laughs) And some like baggy sweatpants and he was in the middle standing in the middle of the parking lot like a fucking century just like rotating around looking in different directions and I was like well as long as he's not freaking out I guess nothing's on fire and (laughs) and so I went back and I just kind of waved to him. And he waved at me and I was like, well, better go back inside. Now that was creepy. And I he's went like, back I'm trying to figure out what's burning out here too. Yeah. I was like, okay. Well, um, but you know, as long as he wasn't worried about the fire, I wasn't. So I was like, all right, well, good enough. <laughs>
1: like if you're good, I'm good.
0: Yeah. But it was very weird that he was just standing out there. Like a, he was like a century. I was like, all right, man, what uh, what's going on here? <laughs>
1: When we started Mindless Prattle, we were immediately overwhelmed with all of the different tasks that come with starting a podcast. The audio, video, website hosting, editing services, it's enough to make anybody dizzy. If you want to start your own podcast, that might be one of the biggest things holding you back. Editing and production can be a huge learning curve and was what made me the most nervous when we started this podcast. Don't worry, you don't need to become an expert audio engineer to run a great sounding show. If you head on over to mindlessprattle.com Alitu, that's A-L-I-T-U, you'll find a great little web app that was designed to make processing, editing, and publishing super easy. Alitu lets you create a podcast without knowing anything about audio production. It'll do conversion, leveling, noise reduction, and everything else at a press of a button. Finally, you can either download the finished episode or have it published directly from the app. So don't let editing and production get in the way of sharing your message with the world. Get started with Alitu on the monthly plan at $38 or the annual plan at $380 that will give you two free bonus months. You also get a seven-day free trial with either plan. So head to the link and give it a shot. Head on over to mindlessprattle.com slash Alitu to create the podcast of your dreams. That's mindlessprattle.com slash A-L-I-T-U. And, then,
0: um, and that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. No, <laughs> you just stop Come talking. I was going to say something, and then
1: <laughs> oh, how are you finding Starfield? I know that came out, and you've been playing it.
0: Uh I find it through the game menu on my Xbox. You just go in there, and it says Starfield. How do you find hey, it?
1: Are you liking it?
0: Oh, how like how it? do I like it? Oh, yeah, I like Starfield. It's uh, it. I mean, it's made by Bethesda, and it is definitely just Fallout but in space. So like there's new mechanics and there's a lot, you know, a lot of stuff to go to explore and do, which is a lot of fun, especially if you are been wanting like a new fallout that isn't 76 and sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the, the quests aren't bad so far. I haven't made it too far into the game. Um, there seems to be a lot of perks. That'll be, that'll be a lot of useful. They have a, they're, I don't know how far you got in. Um, to the game, their skills, I think is what they're calling them now, but the skills menu it's, it's interesting. Cause you can unlock a skill and each skill has like three or four like levels to it. Like you can, you know, level up the skill itself of like, Oh, increase carrying weight, like 10, 20, 30 pounds, whatever it is. But to get from the 10 to the 20, you have to complete challenges before you can, uh level up that skill so like the uh the medical skill it's like oh you're you heal for 10 percent more so you have to heal like 30 times before you're able to unlock the next skill what (laughs) i thought that that was yeah i thought that was interesting like my uh,
1: experience has not been like amazing with it so like i figured yours would be better (laughs)
0: No, it's a it's a decent system. It, it provides you know a little challenge here and there, like the uh, the carrying capacity one. It's like uh, sprint a thousand meters while uh, while encumbered, and then once you hit that, it on un- it you uh, complete the challenge, and you can unlock the next tier of like being able to carry more weight. You know.
1: Yeah, I and, uh, I've only gotten like one skill so far, so I don't I don't know too much about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which uh which starting class did you go with? Chef. The chef one. Mm-hmm. I was looking at that one or one of the uh the piloting ones I thought it would be pretty helpful. But I went with um what was it? What did I go with? The the one with like sneak or like stealth and um uh, melee weapons. Which, just as a disclaimer, not a great choice because stealth in Starfield is incredibly hard to pull off. Like, it is (laughs) ridiculous how easily you are detected. Yeah. Like, people will be having a conversation in one room over, and I crouch down, and it says hidden, and I start walking, and it's like... it'll start flashing red and it's like detected and i'm like how i can't even i can't even see them but they can hear my footsteps or something like you have to walk super slow and like stay absolutely out of sight i'm like it's very weird to be like playing on normal difficulty but the stealth mechanic is so like jacked up that you i feel like i'd be on like a realistic mode or something it's very off-putting to me so I still haven't done, like, the, the basic challenge for it is, like, get 10 stealth attacks, and I still haven't done it. I'm at, like, two. Because it's, <laughs> so hard to, it's so hard to sneak up on people. I'm like, I don't know what you what you want from me in this. Like, I can't do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I for me, like I said, I'm playing on through Xbox Games Pass on my computer, and I think my, I don't know, I don't know if it's just my graphics card. It's just, you know, not for these newer games, but it's just so buggy, and the audio lags really badly. I checked and made sure I'm you, running it on my GPU and all that sort of stuff, so it shouldn't be taxing my CPU, and it just does not work well on my
0: computer. Have you tried uh, playing it while you don't have anything else going? Because I know you said you were streaming it the other day. That is
1: true. I was streaming. No, I haven't.
0: Yeah, I'd say try it without it, because your your computer meets the minimum specs. So if it's trying to divide using your memory or your video uh, to play the game and stream the game it's probably why
1: you know and it it like automatically stopped me on all the medium graphics so I figured it wouldn't be that bad but
0: yeah it's probably just because you were trying to stream it at the same time I don't know I'd say give it another go without the streaming and see how it goes
1: yeah I will and then you know it's funny you mentioned the sneaking thing because Baldur's Gate is like the exact same way like you can lockpick something or steal something from three rooms over with nobody there. And the moment you stop crouching, someone will run over like, Hey, we're going to kill you now. Cause you stole that.
0: Really? I've, I've had the opposite experience, but I, I'm also playing as a rogue. So like, I, yeah, <laughs> I have really good stealth and chicks and everything. Every time I see somebody like I need to sneak around, I leave everyone else behind. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to do this part solo. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I really messed up my game. I think I'm, I'll definitely. Yeah, play you're saying game. you
0: killed off a bunch of people. Yeah, well, was there's that like your a. Main game?
1: In my main game, yeah, I didn't really follow the quest lines. I was just exploring and I accidentally did some like advanced stuff too early. And then I didn't end up exploring this other area because I didn't know I was supposed to. Um, silly me. But so basically, there's a new follower you can get in Act Two. And during the big battle of Act Two, I accident she like died because. The NPCs are stupid, and even, like, since you're not controlling them, they just do random shit, you know? And uh the shit she did got her killed in a cloud of gas. so. Lost that <laughs> follower. Um, yeah. Halson won't follow me because I didn't lift the Shadow Curse, because I didn't know that I was supposed to go and do that. Yet.
0: The Shadow Curse? Oh, in the... Yeah, yeah I know it, in get, the, On the way to the towers and everything. Yeah,
1: you, you'll figure all that out, but like, that's Halson's like, Thing to get him to be your companion, and so I went to the place where it says to get rid of it, but there's nobody there. They've all just left. So, no, in like short, it was, I you fucked up. went
0: to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, it's because you had like a thousand quests open, and you were like, "Let's do this one," and you progressed the story without doing all of the quests. But I did all <laughs> the ones in Act
1: One. Like I finished all the ones in Act One before I moved on. So it was just you
0: finished every quest in Act One. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. You explore literally everything. Mm. Yeah.
1: Except for there's um, <laughs> Like, you can go back to Act 1 for a little bit after Act 2, and then the point I'm in at now is where you can no longer go. So you, you can go back for a, quite a lot while. Did you see the drama about the Ed Sheeran show?
0: No, he has a show? What does that mean? What? <laughs> so
1: he, had, he had a concert, like, at Las Vegas... At the Allegiant Stadium. Canceled it okay. an hour before he was supposed to start. And um, nobody knows exactly why, but people had been waiting in line for so long. Like, they had to call ambulances to come and help people because so many people were passing out from dehydration and heat exhaustion. Like, it was a huge clusterfuck. And then he just canceled the his show. show. Yeah, because, you know, wow. the stadium, like, outside... <laughs> Yeah, but that's
0: okay. That's on those people standing in because literally, I don't know if you've been to Allegiant Stadium, any event that they have, they shut down all the nearby roads and they put up water stations like everywhere along that road. No, no, they had the water stations. There
1: were so many people there. The water stations were empty and ran out of cups and everything. Like, oh,
0: see, that's a different problem. Like, it was just no way. (laughs) I'm
1: sure people don't go outside with saying, you know, I want to dehydrate and die today. But. Because they were yeah, forced to wait for so it's, long, it's, and then he yeah. just ended up canceling it anyways. Like, people weren't prepared to be waiting in line for five fucking hours. Like, the show was supposed to be starting, and they were supposed to go inside. But I, some people say that based on Twitter reports, like, nothing official, Um, because Allegiant has not released any communication or anything. All that happened was Ed Sheeran posted to, like, fucking Instagram about it. Um But... They said they think the elaborate stage setup they had was not finished, and it presented like a huge safety hazard, so he wouldn't be able to get the concert. But a lot of people got sick, you know, just waiting for them to start.
0: Yeah, like were there people already inside, or were they still trying to set yeah, up? The, I, I think they the were making everybody wait
1: outside while they were trying to finish setting up the show.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: An hour before when, it's to when start. Was uh, like when was that? Like yesterday, I think. At- yesterday yeah it was 18 hours ago
0: interesting oh okay yeah i was gonna say that because they it's not like uh like this the taylor swift concerts where they set it up for like you know a whole three days and they have time to prep no that that stadium is you know it's used for the football games and it's football season again so
1: well you know i think i'm gonna keep
0: the stuff set up in there
1: i would say taylor swift though she is a professional in every sense of the word like. She prepares her shows years in advance like she works on things very far in advance like plans the whole thing herself like what she wants to happen on stage. And then they practice and practice and practice and she's got like tons of safety professionals
0: like yeah I just I don't think she's very good he's a very big professional even in the uh, professional environment killer department.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I just I don't think she'd even cancel a show because I, I think I told you it I saw that report that said if she canceled even one show, it would depress the economy.
0: That's pretty much any concert or show that has does <laughs> thousands of people going to it. Like well, I mean, did you see how <laughs> much
1: revenue her show has made for the United States?
0: Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like any any show or concert and any event. Like if they if all of a sudden they were like, oh, you know what? The next Raiders game is canceled. Of course, there's going to be a bunch of downturn for the eco- like economy of uh, thousands of people show up oh, each look, you know, week to go to those yeah, games. Like <laughs> look,
1: as of August, the show had made two point two billion dollars, making it the highest grossing tour of all times.
0: yeah. <laughs> But, that, but that's what I'm saying like it's not just her that would cause that any major you know event that gets canceled ahead of time where people were planning to show up and now have to ask for refunds would obviously take money out of the economy that they would have otherwise spent there.
1: Yeah I, I just think because she has so many fans the effect is like a lot more pronounced you know like they're selling out entire hotels like I, I saw at one of the concerts in England sold out every single hotel in a whole city like that's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. What I mean, it depends on the size of the venue, too, right? Like, the like I said, even if, like, the even the um, what the the uh, football game in Vegas, like, even if you sold out all the seats, it just because there's more hotels there and they charge more for it, they're gonna make you know a lot of money on it. And if they cancel ahead of time, like, next Sunday, there's no football game, be like, okay, well, there goes thousands of people from staying in vegas next weekend you know well
1: yeah you know and then they'll be like oh we'll reschedule the concert to next weekend and it's like people can't just yeah that's not date. how that works yeah it's like will yeah. <laughs> get time off they've gotten hotels like they're spending lots of money like that's not gonna work
0: yeah like especially if you don't cancel it ahead of time like if you said hey, oh by the way the can't it's it's canceled in an hour Oh man! Like people have already traveled, people have already checked into hotels. Like there's there's a ton of money that they can't get back, you know. In time, it's that's such a that's a terrible thing. Like especially if you're at, for an event that big too, or for any event of that scale to just be like, yeah, we're gonna cancel it in an hour, and be like, man, at least like try. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> Do the first half of the show, and then don't use the shaky part of the stage. I don't know. Like what? <laughs>
1: just get up there and sing I don't know I think a lot of people would be fine with that like obviously it's cool to see a concert that has like a lot of pyrotechnics and cool things happening but you know people just want to hear your music I'm sure if he had gone up on whatever part of stage was fine and be like we're just gonna sit here and play some music and have a good time instead of canceling the show. We're just not going to do all the crazy extra stuff. I'll just stand up here and sing my music and hope you guys have a good time. And I think that would be more than acceptable.
0: Speaking of uh, of crazy shows and events, did you have you been following what's happening or what happened at Burning Man last week?
1: Oh yeah, I have.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so in case you don't know, Burning Man is a giant like festival out in the uh, Nevada desert. They have, they have it uh, once a year and it all culminates with a uh, giant like man made of wicker, and they burn it, and it's you know all sorts of fun. Well, this year, uh, first of all, there was like a climate protest at the beginning, and some like tribal police like almost ran over some protesters. So that was a just a fun start to Burning Man. Uh, but there was some rain, which is not a big deal if you're pretty much anywhere except for a desert, which uh, they just happen to be in. So. <laughs> The the rain caused so much flooding that nobody could leave. <laughs> it rushed well, out all of the roads. It backflowed like so much like mud into the the uh, basin that they you know hold the festival in that no one could leave for like a week.
1: <laughs> well, there's so also the what I what I saw was because the mud out there it's not like regular mud. It's, no, no, it's you know it's like dry quite, packed earth that doesn't yeah. get water, so. When it gets wet, what it does is just like stick and layer onto things. So if you try to walk, yeah, it turns into clay. (laughs) Yeah, you just—it's very alkaline too. So if you walk over it barefoot, it's like giving people acidic burns and things like that. Like cars could only move like ten feet an hour or some shit like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you you saw this, but um, so there was an outbreak at Burning Man of. Uh, trench illness and trench foot. Oh God! A disease that has not been prevalent since World War One broke out because people were not able to keep their feet dry. <laughs> yeah, they said that uh, a lot of it had to deal with the 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 uh, toilets, like all the porta johns that were out there. You know, were only designed to be out there for the week, and then they get serviced. You know, throughout the week, like once a day or something. But all the trucks that were servicing them are full. And so all the porta bodies just kept getting more full. So they were, there was a literal like pee and poop like running down like rivers in like through the festival and people just had to walk around it or through it to get back to like their tents or whatever. So all those like germs and everything, all the bacteria combined with you not being able to dry your feet and it just being stuck in that mud, in that clay, it uh yeah so a bunch of people got sick uh trench illness and trench foot and you know just back to the good old days of world war 1
1: <laughs> yeah you know i'm all for a festival but like if i have to go to the middle of fucking nowhere where i can't reasonably have resources i don't think i'd want to do it
0: yeah so that the cdc put out that they should ration resources while they work on a plan to get people out. And the plan was basically, we're going to wait till it dries out enough to drive. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's really nothing people could do. Like, It's not like you can find a helicopter out there or anything, because then the helicopter's fucking stuck.
0: Yeah, so I I don't know what exactly. I don't know. uh, But I saw a thing that was like, I don't feel bad for the people at Burning Man. Uh, The only people that go to Burning Man is not it's not the people that are out there to uh to just watch somebody like burn a big wicker man. It's the people that are out there to do drugs and they're fucking uh rich enough to just stay out there for a whole week at a time. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. You deserve it. You deserve to get stuck out there. I'm like you'd be all right. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I saw a thing that's from a restaurant that's like near the area. They said that burning man is their worst time of year, that customers forget how to act because these people have been you know doing drugs and like hippie free loving each other all week and then they come into restaurants each like barefoot <laughs> with no shirt on and try to like hug the waitresses and shit and it's just like they forget how to act like people
0: yeah I, that's what <laughs> this is. someone said and they're like yeah it's not a festival about anything but going out in the desert with a bunch of rich people and just doing drugs for a week and then watching a giant man burn you could <laughs> also just do
1: drugs at home without getting stuck in a bunch of good people.
0: Good indeed. (laughs) That's what
1: strikes your fancy. Why go do it under the hot desert sun?
0: Because then it's magical. Because you're all in a big circle and part of something bigger, man.
1: (laughs) I did like the rave I went to, but, you know, it was in downtown Las Vegas, and they had food and beverage stations.
0: Inside, and you could just walk out. (laughs)
1: Their bathrooms were really nice, too. They were, like, in set up in containers, so they made, like, a full-service bathroom. And it was clean and nice.
0: In like shipping containers? Uh Uh-huh. Interesting.
1: Yeah, they had like the whole area aligned with shipping containers. And then the ones on the end were the bathrooms. And then inside the area was the festival.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, yep, that makes sense.
1: And then I'm trying to think if I have any other stories. I'm getting really hungry. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i'm about out of stories too actually um nothing really crazy is going on this week uh let's look ahead and see what's coming up so we're gonna have to let's see we'll have to record again pretty soon because we won't be able to next week
1: oh yeah we're gonna be gone like the whole week yeah i can't believe that's so close now <laughs> I've just been rereading the right. Throne of Glass series because um, the new Sarah J. Mass book comes out in January.
0: I keep seeing my uh, co worker reading it. I, she has the. No, wait, I'm thinking of something else. I'm, I'm thinking of the the Roses and, and Thorns thingy.
1: The Court of Thorns and Is that Roses? The
0: same? Is that the same?
1: It's the same author, different the- series.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, my. Uh, my coworker has been reading through those books and i was telling her i read the first one we talked about it for a bit and i was like i don't know anything about the rest of them though and she's like oh they get better and i was like okay
1: <laughs> yeah that's why like i, I kind of want word. you to read the rest cuz the first the one in akatar the first one's just like okay and then the rest of the series is really really good like the first one's definitely like an intro starter into the story like very slow build um throne of glass however is good from book 1 i think you'd enjoy that one a lot more um, I I like the main character of that one a lot more. She's like a, she's an assassin. She's got like a big personality. She's confident. She's not like the main character in Akatar who's like are, figuring shit out for the first time.
0: Are all of her books uh, have female leads? Is that like her theme?
1: All of her books have like, like start with a female lead, and then she ends up expanding to like other characters' points of views a lot. Oh, gotcha so like they're on a glass like there's like so many main characters by the third or fourth book because it's all building to a really the, the final book in the series is so fucking good none of my book club friends have read it yet and it's it's so it's just so good it's it's one of my favorite series i like it better than Akatar um it's not like a romance book either like i would say Akatar is like a fantasy romance because it focuses heavily on like the relationships but um throne of glass it has romance in it but it's more of a romantic fantasy where it's like more about the world and the problems they're facing it's not focused gotcha. on the relationships so and it's like uh yeah. young adult so there's no like sex scenes or anything like that it's just like fade to black
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they're like and then they got in bed and then the next morning <laughs> but they'll say
1: things like uh, you know the one joke there's that everybody talks about is there's a, in one of the books it's like a lead asked lorcan to show her everything and so he did and so it's a really big meme in the community everybody's like i want to know what lorcan showed a lead what is everything <laughs>
0: <laughs> everything <laughs> but she
1: it was her first series she started writing it when she was a teenager so i think you know it was more like where her head was at at the time but i really love yeah. the story like it's just so good it's just so good uh, it's on my kindle
0: i'm uh i'm like six months behind on reading i'm trying to read more books but i'm i've just been behind on it
1: oh yeah did you start um
0: no no i haven't it's sitting over there i can see it right now (laughs) You
1: gotta read it so you can hate dane as much as i do
0: it's so fucking
1: annoying (laughs) like from page one like i think he was supposed to be presented as like an option for this girl to like no he's just an annoying asshole (laughs)
0: <laughs> hate him. okay all my friends hate sorry, me sorry didn't mean to push your buttons like that
1: no it's okay i uh, i just okay. i want you to read it like i said i read it all in one day it was i liked it a lot and it's got like the military aspect to it like they it's a like a military dragon school so i think that's fun because i think a lot of fantasy you know it's like magic and wizards and shit but no this is just about dragon riders gotcha maybe influenced by how to train your dragon
0: all right well (laughs) i don't know (laughs) you got anything else you want to talk about this week
1: nope that's pretty much it i wish i could stop biting my fucking nails
0: right anyway that's gonna do it for us (laughs) (laughs) We hope you had fun i know we did uh if you did enjoy this episode make sure you check us out uh on mindlessproblem.com for all our other episodes all of our fun updates and things go to Twitter. Go to YouTube. We're uploading all the old, uh, all the starting episodes up to YouTube now. So if you just want to sit with YouTube on, go for it. And you, know? you can
1: also check out our shorts.
0: Yes, and you can see all of our shorts on there. Just little, little tidbits and clips. Uh, but that's gonna do it for us this week. I think I already said that part, but we'll circle back around to it anyway. Hey, we've gotten views and, on those. Uh, okay. And we'll. <laughs>